welcome to Monologues by Hassie, where I'm going to be dropping unsolicited brain dumps from the depths of my grey matter. I'll talk about life, money, society, and self-development, plus whatever else lies up there, whilst hopefully not getting cancelled in the process. Who do you blame when something goes wrong? To preface this episode, I'm not talking about the horrible things which happen in the world, such as where somebody's deliberately trying to harm you or a freak accident happens. I'm not talking about these pure bad luck situations. What I'm talking about are more benign situations, I guess day-to-day situations in our lives where we have the opportunity to blame someone where something you know, genuinely bad happens. Maybe you failed an exam. Uh, maybe you didn't get that job you wanted. Maybe a relationship in your life went bad. Who do you blame? If you're in the habit of blaming everyone and everything else, then you're likely to be doing yourself a massive disservice. Now, personally, I definitely had a period in my life where I blamed everything on externals. I blamed my parents, the country, the government, the schools, the university, uh, you name it. <laughs> if I could find someone to blame, I probably blamed them. And it was extremely unhealthy. And I, again, I was doing this when I was an adult. And I'll specify the word adult. The reason I think being an adult makes a big difference with who you blame is once you become an adult, to an extent, you start to begin to have greater control over your life. It is fair enough to say that what happens to a lot of people between 0 and 18, perhaps more towards 0 and less towards 18, is to a certain degree outside of their control. You know, the country you're born in, who you're born to, uh, that's probability, that's sheer dumb luck. What I'm talking about is once you do become an adult and you kind of go out into the world, who are you blaming? And for a good chunk of my adult life, um, up until very recently, by very recently I mean the last few years, I was blaming everyone else. And the problem with me blaming everybody else is all these other people, these institutions, these entities, for the most part, they all, well, not for the most part, all of them, absolutely all of them exist outside my circle of control. Now, what is my circle of control? My circle of control only contains one person, and that is me. I can only control what I do and my actions and my reactions to what happens to me. That is the only thing I control. And, and notice, a very important thing I just said, it's not just controlling what you do, it's how you control your reactions. And I still have bad days. This episode isn't about uh, never being angry, never getting pissed off, but it's about when something bad does happen, how can you make that experience more productive and an experience that's gonna help you go forward in your own life and make better decisions down the track. So a more productive solution is regardless of who makes the mistake or what the problem is that you're currently dealing with, try to identify your own involvement in that outcome or the solution to that particular problem. So when I personally made this switch into this philosophy of blaming myself when something goes wrong, and I mean this in the kindest way possible, I know there's a lot of people who have a lot of negative self-thought and I'm not talking about manifesting negative self-thoughts, I'm talking about blaming yourself in a very productive and positive manner. When I did this, it put the power back in my own hands. Because by blaming myself, I can actually control my actions, my thoughts, and the way I react. So 
I almost took all this power from all these other entities because by blaming everybody else, I was giving my power to my parents, the government, the country, the universities, everybody else. And I took it back into my own hands. A story of, I guess, where I was able to implement blaming myself and where that had a positive outcome. A very simple story is I went on holiday a few years ago to Bali. And when you go on holiday, uh, what a lot of people will do, perhaps before the digital revolution, depending on where you're going, is you might exchange your currency into the currency of the country you're in. So I was looking for a place to exchange Australian dollars into Indonesian rupiah. And I remember I went for a walk that morning, I had breakfast. I saw a few currency exchange places and I said, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll find something. And I saw a sign that had an absolutely great exchange rate. And I said, this is the one. I went, I exchanged my money. I happily left. I I went, went on later that day. I had a huge shopping spree and I remember I, I just had lunch and I was sitting down and for a bit of reference, one Australian dollar is 10,000 Indonesian rupiah, ballpark, at least at the moment. I can't remember what the exchange rate would have been when I was back in Bali. But I remember because you just get so much cash that I was counting my money just to see how much I left. And I, I clearly knew how much I spent because I had receipts for that entire day. And I was adding up the money that I exchanged and the money that I spent bent and something was missing for whatever reason I I was missing about a hundred thousand rupiah which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot of money it's maybe 80 80 to 90 dollars but yeah I was missing a hundred thousand rupiah and I, I was really scratching my head and thinking where on earth did this money disappear to and then it hit me like a ton of bricks I'm like holy crap when I changed my money that morning I actually got scammed I got scammed and In this moment, I had the opportunity to blame the people who scammed me. I could have blamed the Indonesian government, the the authorities for allowing these unlicensed money changes to operate. I could have blamed so many external people and all that would have happened is I would have still been short $100,000, 100,000 rupiah, I wouldn't have got that back. And I would have just been pissed at everybody else. And that would have been a very unhealthy and unhelpful outcome to take out of that particular bad situation. But when I looked back at that situation, what did I do that was wrong? Well, the first thing I did that was wrong was I got greedy. Probably the biggest lesson that I took out of that situation was I got greedy. I went and found an exchange rate that was probably a bit too good to be true, not outlandishly too good, but just a bit too good where, you know, you'd second guess yourself. So I I definitely, my greed got the better of me. And that's probably lesson number one if I was gonna blame myself in that moment of time to save. And the funny thing is the difference between the exchange rate, at least at at face value on the stall that I got scammed at versus a legitimate money changer probably would have only cost me, you know, on the amount of money that I was changing. It probably only would have been a difference of, you know, maybe five to 10 Australian dollars, maybe a bit more, maybe about $20 would have been my difference. So to save $20, I ended up losing about 80. And it's kind of ridiculous when you think about that. So I definitely got greedy and that was number one. The second thing was the sign for this particular money changer was on the main road, but the actual stall was maybe 10 meters back in an alleyway. So the stall itself looked a bit dodgy and it should have rung alarm bells. It was a temporary structure. And I remember when I was exchanging money, I I pulled out my calculator thinking I'm very smart. And naturally this whole situation made me feel very naive, um, which is not a great feeling to have. And and I did feel a bit stupid, but evidently I've learned something from it, which which is a positive. 
And I calculated the exchange rate on my calculator and how much money I was changing. I said, yep, this is great. He handed me the money, the money changer gave me my money. I counted it in my own hand. I said, yep, this is what I calculated on my calculator. And you'd think that was the end of the story. But here's how these money changing scams work. In addition to having an exchange rate, which is slightly too good, he actually took the money back into his hand because he's like, oh, sorry, I just need to, I just want to double count it. So after I checked that the money was right, he checked that the money was right. And during this time when he was checking, I must have fallen for a sleight of hand trick. So I fell for a simple magic trick and, and, and lost some money. Out of this situation, I, I could have blamed everybody else and been angry at these people. And I remember one thing that, ve that very much did piss me off was there were two men at the store where I got, where, where I fell for this currency exchange scam. And I remember when I exchanged my currency, I was walking off feeling like I got a great deal. The second guy shook my hand and said, you know, thank you very much, have a nice day. He was so polite to me. I remember momentarily when I realized I got scammed, I, I was very pissed at these people. But there was absolutely no benefit to me remaining pissed at these people. Nor should I be pissed at that, that culture because the Balinese culture is absolutely beautiful. These are very much very simple tourist traps and I should have known better, but I do know better now. And the reason I know better now is out of that situation, even though there is blame on these people, they were doing something that's unethical. There's no point of me investing my energy into blaming these externals. I do not control these people. Currently, they are in a country many thousands of kilometers away from me. I, I, I know there are definitely people out there who when something like this happens to them, they hold on to it and the lessons they take out of it are all the wrong lessons. And they are likely to make the same mistake again and again and again. Because for somebody else who went through this situation, the lesson might be, I'm never coming to Bali again. These people are gonna scam me. And what a horrible lesson to take out of that situation because it really limits what you're gonna do in your life. I would love to visit Bali again. And I would hate for that particular experience, tar my image of that country. Because overall, it, it, it was brilliant. I had a great time there. What are the key takeaways of this episode? I think the first one should be, blame yourself in a positive and constructive manner. And by blame yourself, what I mean is, Take your power back and look at what is within your circle of control. When something bad happens, it could be that you're listening to this right now and you've failed a, an exam at school, university, a professional exam. Ask yourself, why did you fail it? I think it's very natural to say the professor was an asshole. They made the test so much harder than all the past papers. But maybe the case was you actually went clubbing every weekend for the whole semester and you didn't touch any of your homework and left your preparation up until the last minute. If you're having a hard time at work and your workplace is very toxic, you could be saying, my boss is an asshole, but now you're giving blame to somebody else. Rather, you could acknowledge that, well, this isn't a productive and healthy workplace. Maybe I need to invest in my skills and skill up so I can get a better job where there is a much more healthy work environment. So the key takeaway should be blame yourself and take, for con take control of what you can take control of. And what you can take control of is what is within your circle of control and your circle of control contains you. So take full responsibility for your actions, your inactions and your reactions. And that's what I'll leave you with today. You've just made it through another episode of Monologues by Hassi. It brings me great pleasure to know that you made it to the end. To listen to more episodes, subscribe on your favourite podcast app or visit monologuesbyhassi.com. Thanks for swinging by.